Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Missed a few days on commenting on the news. It's not that I didn't try or think about it. It's just news get me depressed. It's kind of like a drug I keep coming back to. It's kind of wishing. Most of the stories made me wish I could change the world. Start out, there's a inter-American study on, on the violence in Trinidad. And on the newscast, I was watching women, you know, each testified how they were afraid to walk down the street in the, even in the daytime and they could get killed and especially at nighttime and raped and hacked up and at home men beat up the women. Um, and police were advising them to, you know, get your own gun. Although there's no laws in Trinidad that allow for um, self-defense defense, you know, courtroom defense. So it was self-defense. Uh, plus just the culture favors, you know, women are kind of second-class citizen. Um, there's women disappearing after taxi drivers and there's no registration of taxi drivers. And so there's, you know, the government's basically not helping all that much. 47 women were killed last year. And Trinidad's about the same size and population is Philadelphia. And this is how bad it is. They said they had nearly as many women killed in Trinidad as are killed in Philly each year. So the gold standard of bad is the US. Let that sink in a minute. They did a big study in Trinidad about violence in women. And it made a news story. And only in passing did they mention it's not quite as bad as it is in Philly. What does that say about our country? Land of the free, home of the brave, the greatest. Hmm. That just, wow. Okay, I don't know what to say about Gaza that my poem, which is not one of my great ones, but it reflected what I think is going on and uh, the murdering in the Gaza ghetto. There's a great... Um, podcast today from the daily interviewing a person growing up a very articulate young 22 year old woman growing up in Gaza what it's like and as predicted there's about as 20 times as many people dying in Gaza as dying in uh, Israel.
and the not Nehu, their kind of attitude is we're going to punish them so much that they won't um, do this again, won't send rockets. The way I think that actually works is if you abuse the people long enough and enough, you build up hate and hate is resourceful as hell. Hate will bring a whole new generation of Palestinians that are more than ever determined to get back at their oppressors. That's my view on it. And I think the US is gutless wonders and not speaking up. Uh, and to put it back in perspective again, Gaza is about the same size as Philadelphia. So if we had some terrorists in Philadelphia that were bombing buildings or had their toy rockets and they were shooting them out into the, you know, adjoining cities, say Wilmington, what would our response be? Think about it. What would our response be? We would send in the FBI, local policemen, um, maybe in some case the National Guard. But would we send in 80 jets and militarized drones to bomb Philly? Give me a break. We have that kind of thing happen a lot in this country where we have somebody, um, some group advocating violence, like on the Capitol. And the appropriate response is not to send in military jets and drop bombs on the city. What do you do? You kill one terrorist and you kill 10 civilians? I mean, how, how does that work? That's like stupid. It's the kind of thing you do against another country, another country that you're occupying. It's not about what you do to your own people. So I, I think it's totally inappropriate to bomb Gaza, just like I think it would be totally inappropriate to bomb Philly if you had a terrorist group operating out of there. You send in ground people that go and fight the hard fight and take out the particular people. That's okay, but you don't bomb Philly and you don't bomb Gaza. because most of the people in Philly and most of the people in Gaza are good people with families and kids and dreams and hopes. Anyway, I, I think Biden's a gutless wonder on this. I, I, I like Biden in general. Uh, I think he's a good man, but I think in this one, he's coming up short uh, 
on the side of moral and what's right. Yeah, I understand Israel is a powerful military ally and the military industrial complex needs Israel. I got that, but we have enough weight. We control the money. If you control the money, you can control the situation if you choose to have the moral courage to do so. Okay, let's jump down to Quetar. This, this I just found an amusing story. Quetar is, it seems like everything today is about the size of Philly. Well, this is the size of about two um, Delawares, Quetar. It's a little peninsula that sticks off from uh, Saudi Arabia. And the only land border they have is with the Saudis. And Saudis and them are not getting along. Yeah, like that's something new in the Middle East. But their solution is pretty damn cool. Uh, they're proposing building uh, like a you know Suez Canal. This will be a canal that cuts Quetar off. And no, Quetar doesn't float out into the ocean. It's <laughs> still attached. Uh, and this thing will cost you know tens of billions of dollars to build this canal and it will mean that Quetar, Qatar, Q-A-T-A-R does not have, um, they won't be able to drive their trucks and supplies and so they have to get everything via ocean but they got a lot of you know ports and stuff so it's you know Qatar will survive but it, they they give this argument that it'll it'll make transport between a couple of the neighboring countries easier but going about around Qatar is not like going around Africa or South America it's it's a it's a really lame excuse for uh, spending that kind of money and it's mostly to you know give the bird to Qatar so anyway, I thought that was funny. And, you know, they, they have all sorts of arguments. It's kind of like us humans have an emotional reaction and then we come up with reasons and, you know, they're going to have construction jobs and Saudi and they have all this um, They have all this, you know, made up list of reasons, which is just BS. They just mainly want to spite Qatar. Well, number three, Export Act. We actually made an act during the pandemic that prohibited the U.S. from sending um, vaccine and supplies to make vaccine to the rest of the world. It actually, for us to make vaccines here in the US, we get supplies from 19 countries. Lucky those countries did not pass the Export Act. And this is based on the solid principle that American lives are more important than lives anywhere else. That's what 
this export act was based on. <laughs> but luckily now Biden is somehow executive order or whatever, and he sends some vaccines to the country. Uh, of course, that violates the American as lives are more important than anyone else's, even if we aren't using our vaccines, uh, they're ours. And, you know, the mere chance that an American might use it is more important than people dying today from the vex from the virus and the rest of the world, based on the principle of American lives are superior and more important. Uh, we're proceeding with uh, prosecuting new subject. We're proceeding with prosecuting um, people January 6th, and there's about 500 that are going to be charged with serious crimes like conspiracy and, um, you know, assault and those kind of things and you know another i don't know the other number 500 more that are doing you know less they're not doing all the trespassing things and that that kind of makes sense because one is just a slap on the hand anyway and to take that many people to court and some of them could actually fight it and have trials and one of the defenses is our commander in chief told us to do it which is actually a Sounds like a pretty good excuse. New subject, Supreme Court. We've got uh, Roe Ro v. Wade coming up. Uh, the Supreme Court now has six conservatives, three liberals. Uh, Mississippi is is trying to shorten the time uh, to 15 weeks or something that you can have an abortion. Probably not going to go the way liberals want it to go. Well, that's the items I care to comment on today. And I look forward to pointing out the, all the major principles that our laws are based on and where I think there's a moral shortfall. As you notice, I don't, um, I don't give much allegiance to any party. Um, I'm more often side on the Democrat side, but um, I very often uh, consider the Republican side and I go on that side. And I'm very often against what both parties do and the position that we have as a country. Oh, here, here's another little story we'll fade out here on. Um, we're having this very strange situation with our economy. We're not creating a lot of 
new jobs or people not filling new jobs like there were 200 and something thousand jobs created last month but that that's actually 200,000 jobs filled it's not actually there could have been 10 million jobs created and if nobody takes the jobs then they're not counted as jobs created which is kind of weird that we're not more careful with our language. We do that stuff all the time. So there's 8 million people or something that still don't have jobs that uh, had it before the pandemic. And get this. 19 Republican states have stopped um, the extra money from um, for unemployment. You get $300 extra a month compared to the usual unemployment. And I saw one study where they were saying that, you know, to work, you'd have to get more than $20 an hour to compensate for what you're getting on unemployment. Now, the reason people don't get jobs, some of them I'm sure is because they get more staying home, which, which the Republicans would look like, look at that and say they're paying uh, too much unemployment. Democrats would look at that and say, well, they're not paying people enough money to work. And wealth inequality is getting made worse. But there's all sorts of reason too, like you don't have childcare. Um, school is back in session. And what do you do? How would, do you do with your kids if you go back to work? You still may not want to go working in a restaurant, which is pretty tough job um, where you're exposed to a lot of, you know, the pandemic is still not completely gone. So the, it's, it's, it's complicated, but 19 Republican states have stopped the extra payment and no Democrat, Democratic state. There's kind of the view of Republicans that you know, government's kind of like a staunch father that raises his family and is, um, this isn't my idea, it's the, ah, can't think of the guy's name. Anyway, there's the, the patriarch view of government. Um, the democratic view is that you're going to help those in need and you're going to care for them and people are inherently good. Republicans are kind of inherently bad. It's the half full, half empty glass type argument. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm generally think, you know, be generous with people and people want to do good and right. Um, but there is a problem right now in getting our economy back to going because there's a lot of open jobs and businesses that can't start up because they can't get workers. 
and I don't think it's good for our country or um, or for the people that are doing it. I just I think that people giving you stuff for too long and you're taking it. Maybe I got some Republican genes. Um, but I, I think it's <clears throat> so strange how we, you know, divide ourselves into two camps and it comes out as clearly on something like unemployment benefits. And, and I, I think I'm a little bit more on the Republican side here, but it's, it's not, uh, not clear to me how to solve this problem. I think if the Republicans are going to take the view of giving big unemployment checks, then they also have to push harder for uh, increasing the minimum minimum wage. That's that would be consistent, but not pushing hard for the minimum wage and keeping the unemployment high. I think that's a inconsistent position. Of course, I'm sure there's political hurdles to doing that. This is the ancient Texan wishing you a good day and um, namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on the small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.